You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's a Thursday here in Cowboy Land, and it is time to get riled up on the Dallas Cowboys. Lots of reasons to actually get riled up on the Dallas Cowboys. A rare time here as free agency is finally upon us. Tom uh, began on Monday of this week and then, you know, officially began yesterday around 4 p.m. Eastern time, although we all know, right, that's uh, kind of when things are starting to trickle in at the end. Lots of Cowboy news to catch up on, though, as, of course, I'm talking to my man, Tom Ryle. I'm Roy White. You can follow him at Tom Ryle BTB, and you can follow me at RW3 on the Twitter sphere. And, of course, we are your Blogging the Boys podcast official station. Every Thursday you can hear our, uh, our great content here. And, boy, like I said, Tom, you and I a week ago were sitting in this position saying, well, by the time we record next week, We'll probably have one or two signings trickled in. Maybe the Cowboys re-sign one or two guys. Maybe they don't. But there's certain we certainly won't be anything of significance to sink our teeth into. And yet, as we sit here, not only have the Cowboys made some significant moves, but they also may be on the precipice, on the brink of making even more moves as we head forward into the end of this week. Yeah, it was. I mean, the big stunner was uh, the Stefan Gilmore trade. They brought in a very capable, if aging, cornerback who still seemed to have an awful lot in his tank and immediately solved one of their pressing problems uh, coming in. Uh, came out of nowhere, for to the best of my knowledge. I hadn't heard any rumors about it or seen any rumors about it. I shouldn't say heard. I just read it on Twitter like everybody else. But, uh, yeah, that came in, and it was, to me, what was a little bit striking was that they invested, like, nearly $10 million of their precious cat pie in getting Gilmore on board. And he was the biggest... Uh, thing that we could sink our teeth into, but there were a couple other nice bites uh, in the fact that they re-signed Donovan Wilson and Leighton Vanderish, both guys. I personally was worried about them not keeping because I felt both of them are pretty crucial to Dan Quinn's defense. Uh, now you look at the secondary and it looks very solid. Uh, maybe even more solid than it was last year. We were feeling pretty dang good about it. Um, they haven't done anything on offense, though, and that was kind of the the buzz on Wednesday that something was going to develop, uh, especially in light of the fact that a they released Ezekiel Elliott, which I this was one of those things that is important because this was a cold, hard football decision. 
they they kind of realized what I think almost all of us saw that Elliot wasn't really contributing enough, or he wasn't he wasn't doing enough. They weren't using him correctly. I'm not going to say it was all on him. I'm absolutely sure the guy was out there trying as hard as he could. Uh, but this time, the fondness that the Joneses seemed to have for him didn't interfere with making a wise move. Now he gets a chance to sign. So I'm sure he'll sign something somewhere, uh, go play, and I hope he kind of has a little bit of uh, success. I be I wonder what kind of deal he's going to get out there. If some team's going to employ him as a feature back or just try to sign him as a guy, maybe as a short yardage goal line back type. We all know he can still score yeah. touchdowns and did so last season. But absolutely a move that, you know, the Cowboys front office deserves a lot of credit for. Now, let's pump the brakes just a bit, right? Because the baseline here is making a no-brainer football move and when they mm-hmm. re-signed tony tony pollard to a franchise tag which by the way if we reflect on that i think they would agree maybe they went too far given how much mm. running backs are getting paid in free agency as we speak just now right we've seen guys like miles sanders sign in places and not get anything close to 10 million dollars per year even with that being said I applaud the Cowboys for making a move that had to be done. Mm-hmm. They had to make it. And really, the only reason we're all sitting here shocked is because no one thought that Joneses would actually go through with it. We all knew it was the no-brainer move to make, and no one thought they would go through with it, and yet they pulled the trigger, perhaps signaling to some, Tom, that a new regime is on the horizon, a new approach for the Cowboys this offseason, could it really be? Or do you think this is a little bit more of the same, just repackaged by the front office and by the organization? Uh, that's one that it's not, to me, a binary thing because there's a little of both involved here. Uh, first off, it looks like they're going to be doing something else. We don't know what. All the rumors about a wide receiver deal didn't come to fruition as of the time we're recording this. Uh, but they did do some work getting more money out of Tyron Smith's and Demarcus Lawrence's contracts. So they have the cap space to play around with stuff. But remember, this was not a free agent signing. It was a trade on a what looks very much like strictly a one-year gun-for-hire move. You know, they want him to come in, uh, maybe give him a push in, in to get over the hump, and that's new to me. That is a the team focusing on a win-now move that I don't think you can uh, really interpret any other way. We have seen precious little of that. Mm-hmm. But they haven't de- dove into free agency. Matter of fact, free agency is not looking real. It's not a real happy hunting ground right now. There's not a lot of talent out there. You look at the names that are still available. Uh, the few that have been made and the ones that have been re-signed don't leave a whole lot to work with. What are the big names that have stuck out to you? For me, it's – I mean, I've, I've heard the Cowboys and read the Cowboys have talked to Bobby Wagner. 
They've had contact with Odell Beckham, even though they weren't at his showcase. There was enough video of it all, everybody, that they could probably probably review it and make an assessment. But those are really the only two names in terms of free agents that I've heard them be associated with. Is there anybody else on that list that you've heard about? Uh, not really. Uh, like I said, the talk has outside of Odell Beckham, the talk has kind of been centered around, well, who might they, uh, they go out and trade for that. You're just not seeing a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So they make that move for Stefan Gilmore. And it's a, Incredible one without question, because I think it has the same kind of effect that adding Jalen Ramsey would have. And that is you push all the other cornerbacks down a rung in order to face somewhat lesser competition from the opponent. Having said that, though, I do think it's similar and absolutely in line with how the Cowboys approach the offseason because of the fact that Gilmore is on basically a one year rental deal. If he leaves the Cowboys next year and decides to play another season and plays relatively well this offseason, it's reasonable to think that he could be in line for another one-year, 8 to $10 million contract. And if that happens and the Cowboys lose him, guess what they get, Tom? Another compensatory pick. <laughs> now, maybe it's not a fifth-rounder, but if they get back a sixth a year later after losing Gilmore and only giving up a fifth to get him, that is absolutely in line with what the Cowboys would love to have happen with this with this move. And I, it's, a, it's a point of it. I always kind of bring up the compensatory pick because I think they are always thinking about it, and I don't hear it talked about very often. This is one of those moves, again, that could potentially pay for itself a year later. Yeah, and I think they, they – do look at it. I think they look at it too much. They kind of overvalue that. They just have a general overvaluation to me of of draft picks. Anyway, they 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 treat them as their most valuable on draft day, not looking at them as how can we use them to maximize the talent on the team, which includes the whole trade idea. Uh, and that's that's why the Gilmore thing kind of stood out. Um, but until I see them do something significant on free agency, uh, I'm not going to buy into them really having changed their their mindset that much. Whoa. And yet they may actually stumble into something because it doesn't look like there was a whole lot of of activity going on, which could signal that people's asking price could be coming down. And the Cowboys kind of have this $6 million a year uh, pseudo cap they want to pay anybody. And you look at some of the deals that have been going on, and there's a lot of people that are sliding right under that. They're getting it, getting contracts for 6 million for two or three years, mm -hmm. or, you know, I, I I think Lake Vanderish just really gave him a hometown discount by playing for 5.5 .5 a year for two years. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, I agree. The Leighton Vanderish deal, I, I mean, I expected him to test free agency. I thought he could get about six or seven on the open market as to what it might look like. So I'm curious what those negotiations were like. But when you can get a starting linebacker for $3 million less than another team signed a backup quarterback, that seems like a pretty good use of funds. Yeah, I, and quite frankly, Vanderish strikes me as the kind of guy, he might put a lot of value on, hey, I just get to stay where I am another year, another two years. I don't have to worry about moving. I keep my house. I do, you know, and, and that's just strictly on a vibe I kind of pick up from him, but he seems the kind of person who thinks about that kind of stuff and and puts a dollar value per se on, on quality of life. Hmm. So that may be just what's got him happy. And there is a mystique to playing with the star on your helmet. I mean, Gilmore said today, that he, once again, how many times have we heard this? I've been a Dallas Cowboys fan since I was a little kid. <laughs> and he said it today, said this is a dream come true. Uh, you know, th- th- they have that cachet with, you know, something like 75, 80% of the players in the league. You know, there are a few guys who've never come to Dallas for various reasons, uh, like Jalen Ramsey. That's a good example. But uh, there's still a whole bunch of stuff uh, about playing in Dallas that really can kind of lure somebody in a little bit. Uh, it's It's still the kind of, flagship franchise of the league no matter how much they try to paint other teams and that's something they actually do overuse in negotiations in talking with people who have talked with agents who've negotiated with the cowboys it's been mentioned that they will say hey you're adding value to your post career simply by having played with the cowboys and sometimes right depending on the type of player that can fall on deaf ears doesn't mean anything in terms of how much money I'm making right now, right? But for other guys, they've made a career out of being a former Dallas Cowboy when (laughs) very little of their career actually wound up being taken place in Dallas. And so I do think that has value. Like it's, it's more than cachet. It almost gives you household name recognition around the country. And since you mentioned household name recognition, I wish there was a study somewhere, there may be, but I wish that that talked about 
how much endorsement money rolls into people because they happen to be with the Dallas Cowboys and how much more they may get playing here than in Cleveland or, or Denver or Seattle or someplace. I bet the Cowboys cat man has that number. I'm sure. Yeah. I bet they could take like, I bet they have uh, copies of all kinds of endorsement deals and can sit there and say, look, you sign with us, and we'll line you up with these guys. Here's all the other ways much. we're going to get you paid. Yeah, uh, cut you, cut so a couple the cap in any way, of course. But yeah, but you know, cut 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 a cut a couple commercials and just collect the checks, man. Yeah, uh, David Irving once did a TV commercial in Dallas, so there's your opportunity, uh, free agent to be. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's just it's crazy stuff, but. Uh, yeah, I just I'm I still we still have to see how this is going to play out. Like I said, they you know free agency didn't open with a bang of signings like it sometimes does, so it's still kind of quiet. I think we might see a few more shoes drop tomorrow. Whether the, any of them are going to be with the Cowboys remains to be seen, but um, you know we, we still don't have a real big view. Um, Yet, you have to go back and say, this was a splash signing with Gilmore. Uh, when's the last time we saw a splash? The Amari Cooper? A splash addition had to have been the Amari Cooper deal. Um, That's been a while. That in, a itself, while. that in itself has to be encouraging. It has to create a little sense of optimism that this team is really trying to go somewhere and it's trying to go somewhere right now because that doesn't have any future implications. Uh, you know, uh, they would have to do a whole new deal with him. Now, if he goes out there and snags like five interceptions in the first 10 games, they may be trying to negotiate an extension with him before the season's over. But, you know, we're still waiting to see as a few other internal things. Uh, remember a couple of days ago, they were talking about Dante Fowler. They're trying to work out a deal with him and maybe some of that cap space they freed up is to let them get that deal done. Uh, so, you know, is this going to be big stuff? Is it going to be little stuff? Uh, I kind of hoping it's going to be kind of in between where we'll see some more solid signings than we have in the past, but I don't think they're going to go, all in on somebody in free agency because like we said there there's not anybody out there that i think they would go after uh, especially now that we know that tyron's going to be back uh they're they're anticipating terrence still will be good to go that's still a bit of a question mark just like the question mark about michael gallup i, I do think we're going to be sitting here now with 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 a wide receiver watch because if the Cowboys were to do anything to help themselves in free agency or in a further trade, it's a strong argument to be made that wide receivers would be where they go. And, you know, maybe, you know, Odell Beckham keeps getting talked about, but there are, a, you know, there's still a few guys kind of kicking around out there. Uh, you know, DJ Chark. Is one, 
I think uh, Slayton out of New York, I believe, is another one that's still available. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a New York also has a guy named Richie James who still makes the top 100 list over at CBS. It's just like, it's slim pickings. Yeah. <laughs> and, and anybody that was playing for the Green Bay Packers is going to get signed by the New York Jets. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't see the Cowboys making any, like, any big splash free agent signings. I think you're still right on point. If you think we've seen a new regime turn in Dallas, I think those – like those hopes need to be quashed very quickly. However, could the Cowboys make another move in this same vein, giving up a little bit of draft capital to add a DeAndre Hopkins on the high end, or even maybe negotiating with the Denver Broncos for one of the three in Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, or KJ Hamler. So there are several pieces that it seems like the Cowboys could address and potentially add. But I kind of expect them to hang hang back because the other thing they like to do, they like to have money heading into training camp because you never know what free agents are sitting out there saying, I didn't get the deal that I thought I would. I didn't get the deal that I wanted. And now no one's left available to pay that amount. So now you've got to take a one-year deal anyway. Might the Cowboys be the most attractive option? And I'm not saying they did – the Zeke Elliott post June one cut for that reason, because you know, the obvious one is that they get like $5 million more in cap savings by doing it post June one, as opposed to doing it right now. But that also means they can't spend any of that money until we get to June one. And I assume they have a plan to, I would hope they do. Yeah. Uh, It's hard to say. I I really, I, I think it's, Here's the thing. If nothing else, this is not as depressing <laughs> a free agency period as we are so used to having because we've already seen things that I think everybody was kind of like, yeah, that's a good move. Uh, I, I haven't seen anybody really come out with a valid criticism of the Gilmore signing. Uh I think yeah, almost I think, every- I think the only move that I would criticize in hindsight is the Tony Pollard franchise tag. And don't forget, they can renegotiate with him. They can sign him to like a three-year deal. Yes. And so long to that- deal and, and maybe they use this market to say, look at what guys are getting paid. If we give you three years at $24 million and guarantee you 16 12, million, are 15. we good? Yeah. I could, I could see them hitting him with something like that. Whether he'll go for it or not, I don't know. Does he want to bet on himself? But takes two to tango. But he did just come off a big injury, and I think the Cowboys will try to use that. Yeah. So we're gonna have to find out. But it, yeah, it's it's I, I I can't remember a time during free agency in the past that I felt this pleased about what the Cowboys have done. Mm-hmm. And so much of it, so much of it around the Gilmore move, but really the free agents that were re-signed, you felt like they kind of needed to have them back. Yeah, that and was kind of, those like, were kind of nice setups. 
It's like the the courses of a meal. (laughs) Yeah, and the guys that are gone, Noah Brown, right? I mean, nice luxury, but didn't use him for a whole lot in terms of catching passes. Uh, I I mean, the next guy to go, uh, Connor McGovern. Or McGovern, rather. You know, nice piece. Would have been nice to have some depth there, but we could overcome that loss. It doesn't feel like they've lost a whole lot of significant pieces. And, and and now they've also freed themselves up from having to try to figure out if they want to sign Anthony Brown coming off an injury. I think that's no longer even on you know on their radar. That's no longer a consideration. So it, it does. It this is this is just. It feels like good roster management. Well, the Cowboys have an opportunity to take potentially even more advantage of the. Lighter free agency signings that we've seen thus far. Seems like, again, the money's been down, even though the cap's going up, Tom. So they must be keeping their powder dry to make sure all these free agents that the Cowboys need to get signed to long-term deals, or you know, not not free agents, rather, but guys that are coming up on deals that they want to get done long-term, Trayvon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, et cetera, that they have enough money to, to get these guys paid out as well. Yep, and... Like I said, they've got a pretty healthy chunk of cap space. You just have to figure they wouldn't go through that many restructurings and stuff unless they have some kind of a plan. So now we get to see if we can find out what that plan is. Okay, on the meter then of 1 to 10, your confidence meter that by the time we do this podcast next week, that the big splash of whatever the Cowboys have planned with this money that that will have taken place before then. Okay, I'm not going to call it a splash. I'm just going to say we're going to find out what their objectives were, where they were headed. And I think I think on that scale, uh, 7.5. Okay. And that's hotter than I would normally expect it to be around this time of year. In Cowboy land. So hopefully those of you out there are staying riled up on the Cowboys. Of course, we will keep you up to date on all the latest information. And I kid you not, our Slack channel is nonstop in terms of information uh, of what's going on between all the folks behind the scenes here at Blogging the Boys. Everybody is constantly on social media, constantly following one another and keeping each other apprised of the latest news involving the Cowboys. And we can promise you that there will be no one quicker to have reaction to what the Cowboys do than us here at Blogging the Boys. So we hope you'll join the journey with us. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Check out those videos that they got going on there and check out all the other great content at bloggingtheboys.com. But for Tom, I'm Roy. Y'all stay riled up on the Cowboys. We hopefully will be celebrating even more next week as we see you then.